G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Sin is like impossible to resist because it is our nature. When we crave it, we run to it. You know, it's enticing. And, and even scripture says there's pleasure in sin for a season. It's the end of it that's got the sting in the tail and death. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Sin is, without doubt, the curse of the human race, and its consequences are seen throughout the natural world as well. But what exactly is sin? Where does it come from, and how do we get rid of it? Can we get rid of it? All very good questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to have the answer for you. I'm not that smart. I often think that we don't quite understand what sin actually is. There was um, a couple of Christians having a conversation and one Christian said to the other, it sounds like a joke, doesn't Mm, it? it One Christian said to the other Christian, he says, I believe that we can get to a place where we no longer sin. I think that is the goal or the aspiration Mm. of every believer that we would get to the point where we no longer sin. But I don't think that's going to happen in this particular Mm. life or existence because we have something that we have to contend with first. I think that we think of sin as being a particular action that is a rule-breaking action. Mm. If I was to say what is sin, you'd say, oh, it's by doing the wrong thing. That's true. It is actually very true. Mm. It's part of it, I guess, isn't it? It is part of it. Adam and Eve were sinless until they ate the fruit. They were disobedient, so there was an action involved. So it's absolutely true. Sin is doing the wrong thing. At the same time, that's actually a completely inadequate explanation of what sin is. So the best thing to do really is to find out what the Bible says about sin, Mm. and it actually has a lot to say. Well, of course, it does say plenty about it, Uh, particularly the book of Romans. uh, is uh, got lots of information in there. Romans 5 verse 12 says, Just as through one man, Adam, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Then in uh, Romans 3 verse 9, it says, What then? Are we better than they? Not at all. For we have already charged that both Jews and Greeks are all under sin. So we're all kind of infected. It kind of sounds like a communicable Mm. disease. (laughs) John 1.29, John the Baptist was ministering and said, The next day he saw Jesus coming to him and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then I'll go back to Romans, Romans 5.19. It says, as through the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, even so through the obedience of the one, that many will be made righteous. So mm. you're looking at like this, um, it's an infection of everybody. And I guess that connects really with the verse before that you read, because Jesus takes away the sin of the world. So through yes. the one man, Adam. It comes through Jesus, it goes, or it gets dealt with. Another one in Romans 6, verse 6, Our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Ah, so we're slaves to something, it rules us. Romans 7, 8 says, Sin, taking opportunity through the commandment, produced in me coveting of every kind, for apart from the law, the sin is dead. So the law actually Mm. showed us that 
we are sinners. And that's something that we've covered in previous programs, yeah. talking about the law, whether it's good or bad. Yep. Uh, that's the reference to it there. Romans 7.14 says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. So that kind of needs a little bit more explanation as well. If the law is spiritual, but we're of the flesh, so that the law is wanting to teach us of this higher law, but we're bound to something mm. in our natural person. In the Greek, the word for sin is harmatea, and it means to miss the mark. The Hebrew word for sin is katar, and it also means to miss the goal or, or the path or the right or duty. It, it, it simply means to miss the way, to incur guilt and then to forfeit something. So you could think of, say, an archery contest, and you're aiming at the big red spot in the middle mm-hmm. of the board, and when you shoot, you miss the target, you lose, and then therefore you forfeit the prize. Mm. That's basically what it's meaning. It actually means to miss the mark. It doesn't actually mean you've committed an evil act. Yeah. It means you've missed the mark. Interesting. Well, going back to Romans, in a very well-known memory verse, Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short, or as you've said, miss the mark of the glory of God. And that's kind of interesting, isn't it? You kind of think, I've missed the mark. I've fallen short. The result of falling short and missing the mark is that I keep doing these terrible things. Another verse, and this one is in Psalm 51, verse 5. This is David, okay? King David, he is this amazing psalmist, and he's a prophet, but he's a man after God's own heart. And he said this, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Now, there are a lot of people who think, ah, David was illegitimately Mm. conceived. But David's parents were both married and he was the youngest of seven Mm. children. So he wasn't, it wasn't that he was a product of adultery. What he's trying to say there is that his conception and his bringing forth as a human being was part of this sinful human state. Mm. His parents didn't commit a sin in his conception. He is just a product of a sinful human creation. So really it was because of Adam and Eve's sin that his mother conceived him in sin. Thank you, Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's going to be a very long yeah. line in heaven of people wanting to say, what were you thinking? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's actually not talking about an action as such. David was legitimately conceived, but he himself was Mm. A sinner. That's right. The real thing is sin versus sin. You've got sin, the action, but you've also got sin, which is the condition, the human condition. So we spend, we come to faith in Christ. We recognize that we are sinners. We see the, the mirror of the law. It reveals to us the wretched state that we're in and how sin, it's, it's, sin is like impossible to resist because it is our nature and we crave it. We mm. run to it. You know, it's enticing. And and even Scripture says there's pleasure in sin for a season. It's the end of it that's got the sting in the tail mm. and death. And and you mentioned before the law, and we have talked a lot about the Mosaic Covenant in, in previous programs. And again, as we've mentioned before, the Mosaic Law was kind of like putting a Band-Aid on top of a, a terminal disease. Mm. It was simply a temporary Band-Aid to try to deal with this condition. 
the actions kept coming out and there was sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice that had to be offered, offered to deal with those particular actions. But how do you get to the root of those actions when it's all coming from within? It's like um, we are not sinners because we sinned. We sinned because we're sinners. It's mm. Sinning is kind of like the natural thing that we do, even though it's actually not very natural. Yeah. It's against us because it's going to kill us. I've heard of it referred to as the bias, like if you have a lawn bowl, which has got the bias in it. Yeah. It's that bias that just keeps pulling us back towards sin as much as we might hate it or you know hate the consequences of it or whatever. It's just that human condition. We're just always drawn back that way. Didn't Paul say that? He was so frustrated with himself. Mm. He said, the things that I want to do, I don't do. And the things that I don't want to do, I do. I could see him tearing his Mm. hair out. Wretched man that I am. Who is going to deliver me from this body of death? The frustration. I have felt the same frustration. I think, why do I keep doing that stupid thing? I know it's bad for me. I know it's going to end in disaster. And I do it anyway, mm. you silly woman. Why do we do these things? Yeah. It's because there's this drive within us. Thank you, Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. This nature that we have. So it's the action is simply the consequence of what's already inside of us. Wasn't it Paul who also said, oh no, it was in Timothy. Well, Paul wrote to Timothy. Paul, yeah. It was Paul, where he was saying that out of the substance of the heart, like when sin conceives inside the heart, then it gives birth to the action. Mm. It's actually already inside us. And that's what we're going to actually spend a little bit more time looking at next time. Continuing our study in sin versus sin, looking at what the New Testament reveals about sin and what it means for us. That's next time on Found This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.